Hey, what's going on there, scumbags? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation podcast. And it's uh, 5.36 on Friday, the 28th of January, 2022. Uh, got text messages coming in from my family because it's Friday evening and there's a storm coming in. And they want me home so we can snuggle up and uh, have some takeout food. Looks like Chipotle. I told them, Chipotle, I like it. I like it, okay? But I said I'd rather eat a turd, but I'll majority rules. I really don't care at this point. We got some pizza in the freezer from last weekend. We had some company over. Got a shitload of pizza in there. Defrost that. Fucking chow down. What are you having for dinner tonight? Don't give me that brown rice and vegetable shit. It's a Friday night at the end of a very uh, long, cold, virus-ridden weekend uh, uh, month of January 2022. And... I know damn damn well you want something that's going to stick to your ribs. Here's my buddy Coop's house. She's got a... Her husband sometimes works on cars for people, but he's, they got a big white church van parked in the driveway. I'll tell you what. She better load that goddamn church van up with DDIPers and take them, take them to damn School Road Park on the 5th of... March. That's what she better do. She's been a little bit quiet about the march back to health. Coop can be like that because look, this is a huge part of our life, DDIP. And now, you know, people feel like they're older, they're fatter, they're. It's not something that they feel the need to do, maybe. I mean, Coop will be there. She's kind of quiet sometimes, but she was such an instrumental player. Such a key player. So important. She and Val and Nick and Emily and Bismarck Key and the instructors, they were all... Man, we're thick as thieves. Anyway, I'm wondering why she's kind of mums the word about this new thing. We're going to start, though, uh, next week, next Monday. Next week, we're talking February, right? So we got one solid month to, like, get in shape, uh, something, you know. Get your heart rate up a little bit throughout the week, you know. Do some stretches. Start pushing water. Start paying a little bit more attention to yourself. And you're a little, give yourself a little TLC. Give yourself a fucking break, will you? <clears throat> That's all I'm asking you to do. You ain't got to be a fucking bodybuilder or a triathlete by, by March 5th. In fact, it's probably better if you're a little bit nasty. Because then you'll realize that, uh, you know, how far you've fallen from where you want to be. Don't beat yourself up if you don't meet your standards or think of people, oh, well, I'm not going to look stupid, am I? People aren't going to look at me. Well, who gives a shit? Okay? How about that? I'm licensing everybody to be fucking fat and nasty and disgusting. Just make sure you don't die out there. All right? In other words, just prepare yourself physically and mentally and 
and I'll be watching you. Instructors will be watching you. We'll all be taking care of each other. I think it's a reasonable expectation that we're able to get in a degree of physical and mental shape so we can live better lives. Live long and die fast, right? Ideally. An old boss of mine taught me that that uh, phrase. I want to live long and die fast. As opposed to withering away physically and mentally over the years. Slowly dying. And then just one day after a bunch of misery and shitty quality of life, your heart stops. That would be a shame, right? So let's smack, let's get what, get what we can out of this world. Not in a selfish way, but I'm saying get your living in. That's all I want you to prepare for, you fucks. I just uh, <clears throat> sent a little motivational video. I want to make a recommendation to you. Uh, some of you listeners probably have experiences yourself. Uh, maybe maybe one of you is pointed out to me, but a lot of good motivational stuff on YouTube. All right, good podcast. One of the, uh, a real good one on motivation and, and discipline is Jocko. The Jocko Podcast, guys, a uh, SEAL commander or fucking hard dick, all right? He was in all these campaigns, he trained all these guys, he was an officer, he was, he did all kinds of cool shit, he's high speed and low drag, he's a badass, he'll fucking kill you if he wasn't a good guy, glad he's on our side. So he has this little thing, type in Jocko, that's J-O-C-K-O, Jocko Good. Uh, his name is Jocko Willink. W-I-L-L-I-N-K. But type in Jocko. Jocko Willink good. He has this little... He, that whole podcast he talks about this topic, but there's a two-minute, like, reel. Two-minute uh, audio where he talks about this concept, which is basically this, and I've, I've mentioned it before, I'm sure, but uh, fucking storm coming in, good. Um, yeah, you know, my schedule fell to shit, good. Um, I'm out of shape, good. I, uh, my car broke down, good. Fuck it. It's kind of like you're saying fuck it. It's like, it's good. what's good is that it's not worse, the situation, and what's good is that you have the faculties... <clears throat> to pull yourself, to extract yourself from these bad situations. Like when you're a SEAL, as we can only imagine, right? You are a highly, finely tuned athlete. You got all this gear, uh, special operator quality, expensive gear, weapons, radios, demolition stuff. You're like something out of a goddamn Rambo movie or something. So you have all these devastating capabilities, devastating for the enemy good for the good guys, right? So if something happens, your mission gets canceled, or the helicopter doesn't come to extract you, or you get taken prisoner, good. You have to look at the situation like, fuck it. This is where I'm at. Now what do I do? And if you are a diversified individual, diversified in skill, if you're if you take care of yourself physically and mentally, you can extract yourself from these fucked up situations. So, good. Imagine if we could reframe our mindset so when all these little small problems that befall us, 
Imagine if we could just kind of say, all right, uh, I can handle this. Good. All right, you want to do that? All right, you want to pull out in front of me in traffic? Good. Glad I got brakes. I'm glad I'm going to restrain my temper so I don't waste my fucking precious uh, patience and, you know, my karma or whatever the fuck you want to call it by getting all pissed off about things that we can't do anything about, right? A lot of our problems these days are like that. Like, can't do anything about the virus. Oh, we got a new strain? Good. You know, maybe the strain will be weaker. Maybe it would be easier to transmit, but it will be weaker ultimately so that we can finally, you know, bid farewell to this fucking stupid critter that's killed all these people, made a bunch of people sick and all that shit. Good. So check that out. Jocko Willem, good. I just shared that link because I thought about it yesterday. I, was, I told my, um, I picked my son up from his track practice and I said, mom thinks you're kind of moody. You Okay. And he said, yeah, you know, things just didn't have the best day. And I, he, didn't, he didn't score so well as he expected on his uh, final exams. And he, um, you know, he was sick for a, little, for a week. And who knows what else. He's a teenager, right? There's always some sort of drama. He, he's not such a drama guy. But, you know, shit like that happens. You get in a fight with your friends getting a fight with your girlfriend, you're tired of mom and dad telling you what to do, that, all that shit. So he, he said, yeah, it just wasn't have a good day. I said, all right, well, and I pulled this audio up. I put it on my, you know, I got my puppy in my lap. I, I put it on my uh, my phone. It was playing through the, the truck here. And he goes through this whole little diatribe about good. And how at one point in time, Jocko's, um, Underling, like a, his assistant patrol leader or whatever, said, hey, you know, I was going to tell you about this, but I know what you're going to say. You're going to say good. And what he's talking about is like, maybe the guy was like a little annoyed. I mean, how fucking gritty do you have to be when hardship visits you and it visits us all regularly? But somebody's always got it worse, right? So when the hardship visits us, that we have the audacity to say good. Fuck you. You ain't going to fucking win. I'm going to win. I'm prepared. I was prepared to come out here. I was prepared for this storm. I bought salt. I got shovels. I checked out my, put gas in my generator, gas in my fucking snowblower. You know? If I break down right now, I'm a, I can walk home. I got a cell phone. I can call for help. I got friends who will bail me out. So he said, thanks, my son, after he listened to it. I'm going to send it to him again. But I had a patient come in this afternoon. This good friend of mine. And I've known him for years. And I love him, man. I fucking love him. And I know he, he struggles in some different areas. He struggles with, um, you know, some anxiety and depression. And all of us do. People are surprised often when they hear that, you know, I, I, I have suffered... I deal with anxiety and depression. Everybody does. Why is this still... Why? I mean, there are different different versions of it. There is mild, medium, fucking severe. Mild, moderate, severe cases of this. There can be intractable anxiety and depression where people can't even function. That's terrible. 
But again, somebody else said, likely has it worse. I've had my demons. I've had my, my problems, my struggles. I managed it. When I talked to my friend and he said, yeah, it was good. I'm okay right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm having some issues. And so I think that he's the one who first pointed out this concept of good. So I sent him the link. And he said, thanks. The type of guy where he doesn't, nobody, no man, no, no human being likes to feel out of control. It's a terrible feeling. Especially when you're, uh, you know, a father, a husband, uh, you know, a valued member of the, uh, you know, of, 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 you know, get a good job. You, you know, people that we have these things, these rites of passage, these successes. And, you know, we all want to win. We all want to say good and say, all right, fuck it, throw it all at me. But it's, it takes a, a strong person, the strongest individual, to admit that you know, sometimes you're, you're not so strong. Sometimes you're weak. And to tell somebody else about your problems is, you got to understand, you got to strategize here. That is you trying, you're asking for help. We all fucking need help, man. That's what I'm talking about with the March Back to Health. We all need help. We all need a sympathetic ear. We all need someone to care about us. So I told them that. I said, I appreciate you on many levels. Here's that little YouTube clip, you know. Reach out to me. Let me know. We'll hang out. You know, that's another thing. I've talked about this in the past. You, know, you become an adult. You meet all these rites of passage. You go to high school, and then you gotta, you gotta, you got your name for yourself. Maybe in high school, this is who I am. And you find yourself. You go through teen years. It sucks. You make ups and breakups and sports and whatever the fuck you do. Whatever you consider your identity. Are you a jock? Are you a fucking uh, nerd, or you a burnout, or whatever. Are you a hippie? Are you a goth? We try to find ourselves, and we wind up categorizing ourselves sometimes. You're a regular Joe, a normie, and then you get out and you go to college, maybe, or you get some extra training, or you get a job, and you go out and you go, oh, okay, I'm earning a nice living, this is great, yeah, and then you're working your fingers to the bone for somebody else's business, and you're like, fuck, this sucks. You know, I'm tired of this. And you start noticing problems with your job and your boss and your co-workers and yourself and you're married. You get married. You get a girlfriend or a boyfriend. You settle down. Marry. You start a family. You buy a home. All these little rites of passage. If you're lucky, these have been the American dream. And everybody feels like you have to do this shit in order to be, you know, to be American, to be successful. i got to do all these things. Of course. got to get married. Of course i got to, you know, um, you know, go on a couple vacations a year, take a week off, sure, you know, uh, all that shit, and it's a fucking joke, man, we realize that, wow, I mean, it's, there, we're not a third world country, thankfully, but we, our little prescription, our little recipe for success and happiness, quote unquote, in this world, it's not what we thought it was. It's not that simple. And so anyway, I reached out to my friend, told him that that I, I got his back. And you know, when I'm having a tough time, when I'm anxious or when I got depression, dealing with some things, it's not so easy. It's not simple as me just listen to a YouTube clip. So I'm not trying to be, you know, 
solve his problems just like that, that easy, but want him to know that I, I care. You know, as his doctor, as his friend. And I feel the same way about you guys. And I told him, I said, I know that if I needed something, help, an ear, I know that you'd be be there for me. And isn't that awesome? That's fucking one of the most beautiful things in this world is a friend. Friendship. And to have a friend, you just got to be a friend. Fucking idiots. In closing, I'm going to talk to you about, um, ah, you know, we got some shit going on right now where there's various personalities. So let's say Joe Rogan, all right? Fucking go on the, on the uh, news, you hear about Joe Rogan. Neil Young says, well, Joe Rogan has these guests on his podcast that are, are not factual and they're spreading uh, disinformation in a time of, you know, that's really important for us to crawl out of this fucking viral turd, right? So you... Uh, I talked about this previously, where you have an influence. We have this whole uh, concept of influencers, right? So people that have a following, they might be a a celebrity, they might be a podcaster. That's pretty big right now. And so your opinion on something is is more than just an opinion. Your opinion on something, you have a platform, and when you have an opinion and a platform... An opinion plus a platform means that you really, like, you can steer people. You can steer public opinion. Right? If people trust you, then they will follow you. So there's a huge responsibility there. Right? We're talking about you know, freedom of speech, great. Freedom of press expression, I'm all about that. <clears throat> but if you are, you know, uh, head of state, if you are, you know, a professional athlete, if you are a scientist, you should bear a responsibility for your views. Yes, you're entitled to your opinion. You should also always <clears throat> add a disclaimer that... You know, along the lines of, you know, uh, we're just talking here, guys. This is this person's opinion. Let me make it clear. This is this person's opinion, and this is how they feel. And, and you might find it controversial. I just ask you to respect our freedom of speech, and we'll expect we'll respect yours. If you disagree, that's cool. Let's talk about it. You know, don't complain about shit. Just say that. And then people will be like, yeah, you did say, like, but here's the problem. When you are somebody who's got influence, and Joe Rogan has millions and millions of of people that he influences, if indeed some of the things that he is talking about, if some of the things his guests are talking about are inaccurate, or, you know, these ideas can be potentially dangerous in a time like this. Like if Joe Rogan said, go storm the Capitol. If Joe Rogan said, you know, I want everybody to, you know, march on your town hall tonight and, you know, about free speech, people would do it. Like he's got, I, I think maybe Joe and others 
they underestimate the power of people of the in in groups there's a book that I have I didn't finish it yet but it's called the madness of crowds and this is that hive mind uh, philosophy that I've talked about where you, know, you get people start getting on one particular frequency and you know get a bunch of get a mob mobs can do stupid shit like all those protests and riots I'm sure that they you know that some of those people in fact probably the vast majority of the people on on January 6th last year did not want to you know vandalize the capital did not want to hang anybody or hurt anybody or you know slam cops with a fucking flagpole or I'm sure some did but I'm sure the vast majority just wanted to go and stand up for their rights and you know be around people of like mind but when people get together like that in large groups they do fucking dumb shit you understand what I'm saying so I'm talking about you know there's a, a call right now by other influencers notably Neil Young but Neil Young is a rock and roller from the 60s and 70s and he still writes and plays today and he's revered in classic rock circles as a guitarist, as a songwriter uh, I think he's a pretty good human being uh, he, he said he requested spot that Spotify, the platform on which Joe Rogan's podcast resides and they, they make a ton of money for, for he makes a ton of money for them he got a hundred million dollars up front to move his podcast from YouTube to Spotify. So, I'm pretty sure that um, he's got more influence than Neil Young. Which is kind of weird, considering Neil Young has been playing rock and roll for decades. Neil Young says, alright, well, take take, uh, Joe Rogan's stuff down, or take my stuff down. And I don't know, it seems pretty foolish that he did that, because they took his stuff down. I don't know what the true story is. I heard that you know, he said, take my stuff off, basically saying, well, you know, I don't want to be associated with this, so if you're not going to regulate him, I'm going to leave. Maybe they thought it would have some sort of, maybe he honestly thought that they were going to <clears throat> take Joe down or reprimand him or something, censor him in some way. But Spotify, probably scared out of their mind, said, you know, we can't fucking... Joe Rogan or Neil Young. Well, sorry, Neil, but we're majorly invested in Joe Rogan. We believe in freedom of speech. And, but they're supposed to have... The thing is, it's not always that simple. Right? So these streaming platforms like Spotify, they do have regulations. You know, they, they, have, they have some sort of bylaws which say, look, you know, you can't say things that are openly inflammatory or, or that are going to result in in they're going to be dangerous I, I don't know what the specific verbiage is but I read something that there there is some sort of like they pledged just like you know Facebook and etc are trying to do fact, fact checking they are trying to keep it quasi clean you understand what I'm saying 
Like, let's not make this a complete fucking turd. Can't just come on here and be lawless, you, you, you know, because if you influence somebody and they do stupid shit, or, or your commentary or your viewpoint causes, is hurtful to people, like really hurtful, then we're not going to stand by that. You're not allowed to, you can't have injurious points of view on here, like promoting racism or something like that, let's say, or criminal activity, something like that. I believe there are some regulations. So what do I think about this? Well, I am for free freedom of speech. Uh, it's a big, you know, very big in America. You know, we're supposed to be able to express ourselves. And, uh, of course, uh, societies who have not flown the flag for free speech do exist. And, um, and still, still exist. Where if you say something bad to the, about the wrong person in Russia or Cuba or um, Venezuela or Brazil, I've, any number of places. China, of course, North Korea, notoriously. You're going to disappear, man. They're going to really fuck, fuck your life up if they don't kill you, if they spare you. So, I'm all about free speech. But I do feel like there's a difference between my opinion on my little podcast here. You know, I have however many active listeners, not very many. Joe Rogan's got millions upon millions of people who tune in. And his guests, he has some great guests. I love Joe Rogan's podcast. Now, I'll be honest, I have not listened to it for a while. It does turn me off that he has people, Some he's had some people on who say inflammatory things, particularly when it comes to public health. Like, I do believe that Joe is trying to, to give everybody an opportunity to speak. I do believe that he is a good person and that he's not trying to hurt anyone. But before you start talking about vaccines and conspiracy theories and control and, you know, how the government, whatever. He's had, uh, there are people on, Aaron Rodgers too, not on his podcast, but Aaron Rodgers just said something about, you know, that this is a fake presidency or a fake White House. He's talking about vaccination. And he said something like, uh, I don't want to make this political. Well, again, you can express yourself, but here's the deal, man. You are Aaron Rodgers. So if you say something that is inflammatory, if you say that the, this is a fake White House, well, you might believe that. You might not like uh, Joe Biden. You might think that that the you know the election was stolen and all these other things, but. The problem with that is that all these things have been debunked. The election was free and fair. Even the people at the highest levels in the Trump organization have admitted that, that he should have just conceded, and that he did, and there's plenty of evidence now that he, he did incite a riot and let it all happen. He unleashed the dog. So, um, 
that's a you know the perfect example of the influence somebody can have and how dangerous how dangerous your influence can be if you have an agenda or if you're not um, firing on all cylinders. So you can't just give people access to your platform and, and have them on. You might be interested in what they have to say. Maybe they're, they're natural cures or um, they are um, their point of view. Like, for instance, Joe, he's a hard body. He's a, he, he's a workout nut, fitness guy. Uh, he, he's got stake in a, um, a supplement company. He's heavy into nutrition and health and uh, jujitsu and all this stuff. Float tanks and uh, sensory deprivation chambers and all this stuff. And it's cool. I think it's interesting. I've learned a lot on this podcast. But, you know, you need to make sure. Like, you need to, and he does this sometimes. I've seen many times. He says, listen, I want to make it clear. I'm no expert on this, but, you know, I have Dr. Such and Such that's on here, and this is what he found. You know, the carnivore diet is something. Da, 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 da. Well, okay. You can recommend a diet for people. And Joe said he lost a ton of fucking weight and um, had all these benefits from just eating meat. And great. All right. So people can try that, and it, it, it might help them. It, it, it certainly won't kill them, at least in the short term. Relatively benign recommendation or discussion to have. It's interesting. Supplements, they're not going to hurt you. I mean, uh, uh, even if the, the downside is very minimal. Okay. Jiu-jitsu, have some combat sports people on. So you're right, and it's your it's, you're an enthusiast, you're an expert in this. And, you know, you can talk about fighting. You have war heroes on. You can come in there and they can say things and and share their experiences. But, you know, it doesn't just because you talk about jiu-jitsu doesn't mean the public's going to go out there and start choking people out. Right? I mean, Joe's a pretty, sen- pretty measured, sensible guy. So I'm not for him, I'm not for or him being punished in any way necessarily. But I wish that he would acknowledge that that there are repercussions. Like it's not it's not a benign thing um, when you're starting to talk about you're starting to question public health efforts and um, politics. All these things. Like on the one hand, if you got some evidence or some sort, like he's more. Rogan is more, far more influential than the news outlets. Okay? Far more influential. Has many more listeners than, and more credibility than any of those outlets. They're, they're, everybody knows that the news outlets are a bunch of fucking assholes. Right? It's almost a generality. Joe, he's got integrity. He, he seems like he's a good man. Seems like he's a reasonable guy. Seems like he cares. Seems like he's trying to do something good. And he talks about the long-form conversations where you can have somebody on for three or four hours. And you can really wrap your, you know, really address an issue as opposed to 
just getting on there and be like, hey, what's going on here? And over to Joe with the weather. Now, you know, Joe's having good conversations and he can talk about whatever he wants to talk about. Just please, if it's something that is as sensitive as people protecting themselves and choosing the right, you know, choosing to get vaccinated, make sure that you know what the fuck you're talking about, man. Like you're crossing a line. Make sure that the people that you have on don't have some fringe idea, you know, that the, that we're talking about science now, right? So if you have a, a consensus on something, like they were, uh, Jordan Peterson was on the other day with them and supposedly they were questioning climate change, climate science, and, you know, you get people that, that speak back, that, that talk um, address the issue, some guy from Penn State, some like really credible scientists get on there and say, you know, what are you talking about? There's no confusion about the data of climate science. We've got hard data here, you know, for decades that demonstrate, you know, um, direct correlations with these particular human activity and increase in temperature, increase in sea level, increase in whatever. I'm no expert on it, but um, there are people that have the data and are able to speak to it and interpret it. You can't have some uh, uh, clinical psychologist on there that is, um, you know, he's smart smart and sharp as a fucking tack, Jordan Peterson, but how's he talking about climate change for? You better qualify, you know, your, your statement. This is something that people study, that people know about, and they know far more than you. So consult them on it. Why don't you do a call-in? Hey, we're going to call Joe. We, we got such and such on standby here. Let's see if we can get Professor Joe, da-da-da-da-da. And then when somebody mentions something about climate science, like, it's just because you're talking about something and you have so many people watching, you should really watch what you say. And... Again, I like Joe. I I will say again, I, I have not been listening to his podcast because he's starting to turn me off with the, uh, like, this has been a stressful enough time for everybody, and I feel like he's been fucking lighthouse in the storm, man, for a very long time for a lot of people. Like, I appreciate what he's done. I think he's earned everything he's gotten as a result. He's a good person. But don't wade into waters that are too deep. You know, be considerate. Make sure that you you balance everything you got. If you got somebody coming on there that's going to talk about vaccines, you know, you better pull one of the guys that you've had on there previously. And, you know, he's had some people who are like, forget the guy's name, but he's had scientists on there, like qualified scientists, published authors, um, scientific papers, of course, and then books and stuff, written things, who've studied things very, very concisely and clearly uh, over the years, and I'm quite sure that they would straighten out and gladly answer any of the questions that... um, an educated audience, a balanced audience, and a host 
of a show would want, right? Like, if you were a fucking... I'm not saying the news outlets do this, but... If you were a newscaster, like an old-school newscaster that's really going to go out there and get the story, wouldn't you want that story... Do you just want a, a, a story... Do you want something that people are going to be interested in? Do, or do you care to corroborate the facts? Really track things down, kick the tires, and find out what's what. I feel like I'd like to see Joe do that. I know that he's done that a lot. I'm going to say as a rule, but some of these things that he's been up to recently, it, seems, it feels like the exception to the rule. However... I don't believe that he should be censored or anything. I think that some of the people that he has in his life, that there are brilliant people from every segment of subject matter that that you can imagine, experts in fields. I'd like for them to talk to him and say, hey, what's going on? And he he has also uh, admitted when he's wrong. But if you present the information in a way where where people, where the issues are so serious that there's so much more at stake, it's not like you're talking about a comedy show, which he's a comedian, or you're talking about, uh, you know, uh, your supplement company where, you know, hey, I heard that vitamin D is good for the immune system. That's great, you know? That's awesome, man. You start talking about fucking, you know, uh, infectious disease... And you get some of these bozos on there that are are uh, insinuating that this is a, that the coronavirus is a non-issue, or that this is about control, or you know, questioning the very um, science on things that there are people who are fucking authorities on, and they will gladly answer any questions, give them an opportunity to to speak, you know, because your platform is so fucking big that. You better be sure you're going to get it right, or yes, you are going to piss off some people. It should be like, hey, you know, Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan do whatever he wants, who the fuck am I? But it should be like this. Yeah, Joe Rogan, um, he today had, a, you know, Dr. Such-and-Such on who uh, has worked with infectious disease and, you know, in scientific, in scientific da-da-da, these are his or her credentials. And this is their point of view on this here. Hey, we got a call coming in from blah, blah, blah. Or after the fact. Or in real time. Wouldn't it be great if you got somebody else who's like a real fucking knowledgeable person to chime in and be like, well, I don't know if that's the truth. Like have a real talk show, you know? Or at le- at some point, get that out there. Fact check yourself. Hire some fact checkers. Or do that yourself, you know what I mean? Or... Leave it out there so that you, you're, you're basically qualifying, saying, listen, um, this is this, this individual's opinion. In, it has been their experience, and this is their observation. Do that. You know, uh, this is, you know, this isn't cut and dry issue, just to be honest. There are people who don't feel this way, and I'd like to hear from them as well. And we'll give them a chance, you know, and this is how. I mean, I think people would love that because then Joe wouldn't look like some, it wouldn't be like some show where he's like, I'm just giving people an opportunity to talk. You're starting, there's a problem that's developing. And that is that people are getting up there and with their free speech, but 
there's no referee. There's no balance. And there needs to be some kind of referee. If Joe can't do it, then he needs to have some sort of, you know, he bears the responsibility to insert balance and reason and um, logic and science, scientific method. I just want to be clear, you know, we had uh, Dick Lick on last week and uh, she came on and talked about, uh, we talked about uh, race issues and it was of her opinion that, you know, the pigment melanin is da 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 and we also, we had somebody call in and contact us from University of such and such or this dermatologist said there's some unique things about this that were not mentioned and they think it's important. Like, you ever see that in a newspaper where they have like a redaction? How awesome is that to hear that? Even if it's a small thing. Hey, we, we were, it was brought to our attention later that it was on this date that this particular thing happened or that, you know, this is, there are people who disagree with this, you know. I'll let you know there are people who who are not of the opinion that um, all Irish people are drunks and um, you know all Germans are stoic and all chiropractors are fucking quack doctors. You understand what I'm saying? Anyway, I think we're eating Chipotle. Chipotle. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Be careful in the storm. Take care of one another. I'll talk to you guys, I'm sure, before long. (laughs) Huh!